you got to work, I think, with my niece, uh, Christina Robinson on Dexter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she played Astrid. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, was a, that was a fun show. It was a real, um, yeah, real landmark show. It was very- It was, it was a hoot, as we yeah. like to say here in Utah. <laughs> um, uh, let's let's start off by saying uh congratulations on on madeline's it's 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 just a bizarrely funny film oh, thanks uh, and and i like the fact that you're playing you know several different, <laughs> different roles in this uh it, it, does that tax you as an actress do you do you do you look forward to doing kind of odd things like this I mean, it's a little bit of an actor's dream, right? You get to play multiple roles in, in one movie. There, there's a lot of me in this movie, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it's taxing, but also, I mean, I co-wrote the movie, so I, sort, I knew what I was getting into. And um, for me, it was exciting to get to play these different versions of myself and think about how each of them would interact with the world. So yes, taxing because I literally am going in and out of every scene, but um, it was fun. It was a good time. You have to do the scene like six or seven times over and over again from every angle. And it just, you know, those take days to do uh, properly. So uh, congratulations on, on pulling it off. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, it's a lot of setups. And so, you know, you're talking to yourself. Um, but I had a really, I had a friend that just was my, she was my stand in. And sometimes she's who you're actually like seeing from behind. Cause our hair was the <laughs> same. So that was helpful because I got to just hang out with my friend and act with my friend all day. I uh, was name is Sydney and she did a great job, but yeah, it was, it was, I mean, definitely like a weird experiment as an actor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks. It was fun. Is every set that you're on an education? Absolutely. I think that's a great way of looking at it. Um, I don't know if I'll ever be on a set and think, well, I'm done. I think I've learned all the things I need to know. <laughs> I think uh, you always walk away thinking, oh, I would have done that differently, or I'm really glad I made that choice. I think um, you learn more about yourself and what your limitations are and, and what um, and uh, what you're good at. I, yeah, absolutely. I think I mean, I've been acting since 2000 and, uh, ooh, 2006 professionally, um, 2007 professionally, basically. And um, it's very rare that I, I, I walk off the set thinking, well, that was not worth my time. Like, it's always worth my time because I feel like I've learned something about myself or my profession. What was it like when you got your SAG card? Was it was it oh, wow. a party? It was a really, it was a big deal. I mean, I, I'm glad that you are bringing that up. I think it's it's very important for uh, everyone in our industry. And we have a very unionized industry and every and they do a lot of work for us. And it, being a SAG member is, it legitimizes you as an actor. So I think I got my car in 2007, um, doing a commercial uh, where I, my ears start bleeding in the commercial. That's all I really remember. <laughs> wow. um, but it was it was huge. And then the last two years I've joined uh, Writers Guild and the Directors Guild. And those were really big deals to me, too. I felt very feels like you're graduating to professional level when you join us. Which of those hats do you really like wearing uh, producer, writer or actor or director? Um, I mean, at this point in my career, I I lean more director. Mm -hmm. Um 
just, uh, I mean, it took me a while to get behind the camera. I think a lot of people, you know, switch what they do. They start somewhere and they end up doing something else. I moved to LA to be a producer. I thought I was going to produce. Um, and then I started making a living as an actor and did that for so many years. And then I got a chance to direct a movie in 2013. And since then, I've been sort of chasing that high um, <laughs> uh, again and again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it really depends on the project. There's certain things I think I'm not right as a director for and certain things I'm not right as an actor for. So it, it, it does definitely depend. But a director's job is never really done. I, in fact, I was just telling Jason this uh, in our interview this morning was, um, I, you know, Penny Marshall told me that she's she, up until the day she died, basically, she was still editing big. Because oh, wow. <laughs> it was it wasn't right. Uh, are, are you that type of director? I mean, will you will you, uh, you know, edit infinitum? Uh, not edit, but I will. Um, it's. I think it's more that you never leave your job. Like I, I waited tables when I was in my twenties and when you wait tables, you clock in and then you clock out and you're never at home thinking about, wow, I should have delivered that, you know, meal differently or whatever. Um, whereas now I've somehow given myself a 24 hour a day job um, between directing and then writing, as I'm sure you can imagine, you know, it's, you're constantly thinking of new ideas and then you're like, should I write that down? Should I start writing that script instead? And so you can constantly be working on something. Um, I sort of like it, but maybe someday I will be mad about it. <laughs> you also have one of the great voices, uh, I think, around. And I, I love when you do voice work. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Uh, I come from a family of voice uh, actors. And, and I can hear it. I hear it. I no, hear it in your voice. <laughs> thank you. Um, no, I, I and my aunt was June Foray, who was the voice of Rocky, the Flying Squirrel, and Natasha and uh, Granny. Wow. So, I mean, but I hear that in in your voice is that uh, you lend yourself really well to to that. But is that's another muscle that I mean, you have to act with your whole voice, you like your, your body. You do, and I don't do. I when I first started acting, I did some voice work. And um, I mean, it's a totally it's it's similar, but it is different and requires a lot of work to get really good at it. Um, I now I do a podcast now, which is sort of voice work, um, but I I've definitely stopped doing as much of the voice stuff as my career has gone on. Podcasts are, are, you know, they're hard work. People don't realize that, you know, people just think, oh, I'll just record this, but it's hard work. My God, it's such, it's, it's every week. I've been doing it every week for 230 some odd episodes. It's a, we do a book podcast every week, which is super fun because it kind of gets me out of the career that I'm in and I get to talk about books, which I love. I'm, a, I'm an avid reader. So just getting to talk about books every week is exciting, but yeah, no, it's hard. It's, it's a lot of work. You have to plan, you have to prepare. I mean, you know, you're outlining, you're promoting. It's this, it's, it's, yeah, I, I started doing it as kind of a lark and it's become uh, one of the main things I do every day. It's great that you're such a renaissance lady because it it keeps you busy, it keeps you focused, and it also keeps you young. I hope so. Is that the secret? That's the fountain of youth? Is is is? Uh... Well, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred and six. Wow, you look great. I need to know your skin routine. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I started in the days of silent television. <laughs> so not everybody gets that joke. Some people just stare at you. And... <laughs> you lean as an actress toward comedy or drama? 
Um, I lean towards horror and sci-fi um, in everything I do. Yeah, horror, sci-fi, um, what I would call genre action, that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, which is sort of neither and sort of both. And you get to do drama and comedy in, in both. Um, I think it's more akin to comedy because comedy is about timing and I think horror is about timing. Um, but I, man, I'll read like a drama script and I'm like, ah, but then I read a script about like, you know, a random crime that happened and the caper that goes on around it. And I'm like, this is the script for me. So it's just like, I, I definitely know that I, I move that direction. Horror is coming back in, in such a big way. There was, there was a time, I think just after the, the, the mid eighties where it got boring and mm -hmm. everything seemed the same, but I think because of Jason Blum and other people, uh, it's really lifted into another kind of level. Yeah, I completely agree. I just uh, directed a movie for Blumhouse, and I um, I feel like they really empower people to make interesting and new choices. And I think there's a lot of new voices in horror. I think there's a lot more women doing horror, which definitely opens up the world and and what people are making horror about. Um, but yeah, I love the horror space right now. There's so much fun stuff happening. Yeah, and I think I think the, this new attitude toward you know you starting a horror film is something that isn't horror and then slowly you know that 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 kind of uh, door opens and in come the demons and it, it's such a wonderful wonderful time to 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 look at horror scripts yeah yeah the slow burn people are willing to put in the time to watch the horror movie you don't have to have something happen in the first 10 minutes for sure and i think i mean it's great i it's such a great time for movies in general but definitely horror i feel like every time i turn on this any streamer there's a new horror movie there's a new genre movie that i'll get to watch and things i've never heard of and we have such access to stuff from other countries so we're getting yeah. that yeah influenced by you know i had no idea that i was going to find the indonesian horror so fascinating or you know things like that but i feel like it's uh, opened my eyes to the different ways to tell stories. Do you, do you go back though into the 1930s, 1940s as well and look at, at, at those great noir films? I mean, when you, when you consider that those cameras were the size of Volkswagen bugs, you know, <laughs> how, how they moved those cameras was, oh, it's just mind boggling. Yeah, I, I do go back to look at those movies and I go back to the 80s. I feel like that's the, you know, I have to go back to like the, the prime time to like find a lot of really good influences. Cause you're right. There was a um, lack of good horror for a little while. I'll sometimes try to watch a horror movie from like early two thousands and oof, there's not, they're, they're pretty bad. <laughs> it, it, it truly is. Well, I, I didn't know that you worked for Jason. He's such a good guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just did a movie called torn hearts. Oh, really? I directed a movie called torn hearts. Um, and it comes out in May. Well, I, we're going to have to talk for that one. Oh yeah. I'm back. Uh, <laughs> and and when you're not uh, America's busiest actress and director, what what do you do for hobbies and fun? I mean, I gave up fun a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really fun, I decided to have a career instead. Um, you know, I I have pets, and I um, I do a lot of reading. I read. I like I said, I read a lot. I read about a book a week, sometimes more than that, and. Um, during the pandemic, I started making miniatures. I started working on creating little miniature worlds. Um, and that's been really fun. 
a, a horror movie in that probably. There <laughs> definitely is. Um, I, it's a strange hobby that I never thought I'd pick up, but the pandemic, I think, brought out the weirdness in all of us. Wow. You're, you're just so busy. I, I'm so happy that I got to meet you and talk with you. Everybody was telling me that you're just a terrific interview and, and oh. they didn't disappoint. They didn't lie. Oh, good. They undersold you, as a matter of fact. <laughs> That's very nice. That's super nice. <laughs> uh, are you looking for another project or you got something in, in, in going on? Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of things going on. I have some rights to some books and um, I about to direct another movie. So a lot of, lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to, you know, split my time between writing and developing stuff and, um, and directing. If you're looking for an old bald guy, uh, that's, uh, I'll send you a, <laughs> this is my audition actually. Oh, 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 are you, you're auditioning for interviewer or what's the audition for? <laughs> I always play interviewers in movies. I don't you know. You know what? That's a good job. That's a, you always need one. Yeah. I, 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 Harry, the explainer, I'll come out and tell the, the, audience what's going on and then go back you know yes 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 that's great I think that's uh, great in our final moments what do you think people are going to get out of Madeline's um I mean I think it's a fun little sci-fi romp that um came out of friends wanting to make something together and uh you know I mean I think the, for me it was about these characters and how their relationships their relationship changed over time uh so if people look into that but um I show people have fun with it have fun with it. That's a great, uh, great thing. It's going to be on all video on demand platforms. Order it, pre-order it on Apple and uh, and the others. And uh, uh, hopefully you, you'll get a large audience. You did such a great job in this film, by the Thank way. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm going to stop recording, but I'm going to just talk to you for a second. And by the way, Satan called and he wants his chair back. Oh, <laughs>